Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business, especially in today's economy. But over 31,000 businesses do know their numbers because they use NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of financials, planning, budgeting, and inventory so you can manage risk and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. See why NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com go. netsuite.com go. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with Gamecock great Joe Rett. Gamecock's coming off this 92-70 to loss to the nation's number one ranked team, the Tennessee Volunteers. Joe, a two-point ball game. Tennessee led by two with 13 minutes left, but then Jordan Bone scored five straight points for the Vols to spark an 18-6 to Tennessee run, and the Vols pulled away. Looked like a beatdown in the paper the next morning, Joe, but uh, the Gamecocks fought, you know, for 27 or eight minutes in this game. Ultimately, the number one team in the country the cream rose to the top yes they did and uh give kudos to the crowd on last night um they were engaged the whole game um they had this team going pretty good last night and the team played well they responded and um we played good as you said we played good for like 27 28 minutes and that's where the leadership and experience came in last night Emerson. Uh, that, that junior veteran uh backcourt those guys just Weather the storm, you know, we always talk about the game of runs. Uh, Tennessee made runs. We made runs. We hung in there a little bit. But uh, after that, the last 12 minutes of the game, you can, you saw the experience and the strength of, of Tennessee where they just pretty much wore our guys down. Um, it was just a very, very, you know, Frank talked a lot this whole week about how physical this team was, and we saw that on last night. Those guys were real bulky, man. Those guys were very physical. And they played tough defense. And that's probably the first time, probably the toughest game for A.J. Lawson and Keyshawn Bryant. Mm. So that was a good experience for them, but um, that was very tough for them. And I think also, as great as Mike played, I mean, great as uh, Chris Silva played, he had 22 and a half and 22 and six and a half, if I'm not mistaken, and he finished with like 28. I think they kind of wore him down as well. And, and it was a tough game last night. We didn't get a lot of rebounding and, and, and points from Mike Kosar or Felipe Hase last night. Uh, I think I only think Hase had zero rebounds, and that's not good for the team, And especially when you got Chris Silver doing all he can. We just needed more people to step up last night, and they didn't. This team is, a, is – I was excited to see this team, meaning Tennessee, to see if they're really number one. They're a well-balanced team, and they played extremely well last night. Tennessee's 15th straight win this season. That ties their longest mark in more than 100 years, the 19-teens. The last time Tennessee won 15 in a row, and that was over the span of three seasons, I believe it was. So 15 straight wow. for number one-ranked Tennessee. They're 19-1, and 7-0 in the SEC. Gamecocks fall to 10-10 and overall, but 5-2 and in the league. So Carolina basketball now 1-13 all-time against number one-ranked teams. Joe, 
the Gamecocks trail by nine at halftime, despite, like you said, 22 in the first half from Chris Silva. He finished with 28 points and 10 rebounds. But, Joe, that first half for Silva, as good as I've seen him play in a Gamecock uniform, and he's had some fantastic games over the years. He has. He has some great games, and that's one of his best performances. When you talk about Ben Terry, he played well inside. He played well. He hit three uh, all last night. And that was the matchup I wanted to see. I wanted to see how well he played against the reigning player of the year. That's Grant Williams. They they went at it. Uh, they neither one of them let me down. They both played extremely well, and and, and Chris Silva held his own against against that team. But um, he just needed some help last night. He just, you know, I thought this team growed up enough, and where when Chris didn't have good games, that's when AJ lost, and that's when those other guys were stepping up. And I was hoping that they could all put this together and play, you know, great. What you have to against the number one team, you have to. Everybody has to be clicking on all cylinders to beat a team like that. We had the home court advantage, but. Uh, just that that experience just was too much for this young team right now. Tennessee led by nine at halftime, despite 22 in the first half from Silva. But then the Gamecocks made six of their first eight from the floor to start the second half to cut it to a two-point ball game with 13 minutes left. But the Gamecocks made only four of their final 18 shots, and Tennessee pulls away and wins it big late, 92 to 70. So. 24 points for Admiral Schofield, 20 of those coming in the second half for the Vols. And Grant Williams, the reigning SEC Player of the Year, had 23 points in this ballgame, 19 points and 9 assists for Jordan Bone, who I thought was outstanding in key points of the ballgame. Mm-hmm. And, Joe, uh, Tennessee shot 56% for the ballgame. They were over 50% in both halves, and the Gamecocks shot 40% from the floor for the ballgame, uh, 14 points on 3 of 4 shooting from 3 for transfer Trey Campbell. And Tennessee, number one in the country, 19-1 and one overall. They win for the 15th straight time. Joe, after the ball game, Grant Williams, reigning SEC Player of the Year for the Vols, had a very interesting comment, and I wanted to share it with you and with our listeners. And I think it's a very good overview of other people's perspective of Gamecock basketball right now. Williams said, this isn't a knock on anybody else, but I respect South Carolina more than I respect any team in this league because of Coach Martin and how hard they play. To come to Columbia and win is always great. These guys make you earn it. They fight you. That's Grant Williams, reigning SEC Player of the Year and the top player on this number one ranked Tennessee Volunteers Ball Club. Joe, the 10-10 and overall record for South Carolina, obviously not where the Gamecocks had hoped to be, but still time to do some good work this season. They are 5-2 and two in the SEC. And this Grant Williams comment, Joe, I think says everything that people who don't follow the game of basketball closely need to understand about what Frank Martin's doing at South Carolina. Absolutely, and that's a hell of a compliment coming from the player of the year. Um, he's been there. He's been through the struggles with this team. This team has been together for the last three, uh, I believe he's a junior now. Yes, he's a junior. This team has, has stuck together. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure if he had a chance to go to the league last year or not, but uh, he came back, and it's the same team, the same guy that, Three years ago, when they played this South Carolina team, I think we handled them handled them pretty well. And they know how good this team can be. They know that our identity, if we have any identity, the identity of this team is we're going to play hard. We're going to fight you tooth and nail. And we're going to rebound the ball extremely well. We're going to fight you every game. And that's always Frank Martin's um, um, MO in every game. So uh, that's a great compliment coming from a guy like that. And, and, and he knows that he had a dog fight playing against Chris Silver for third, you know, these past couple of years. He know he had his hands full last night against him. So good game between you know, good matchup between those two guys and uh and we five and two right now in the conference and, and we 
it's, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for us to uh, get in the NCAA, but, you know, there's still a lot of work to be done. A lot of games ahead of us right now, and, you know, I think we just have to grow from some of these losses and try to mature and try to learn from some of our mistakes that we have in each and every game. That's what you want to see at this point in the season. Is this team growing? Are they learning from the mistakes? Because we're going to play hard, and then some nights the shots are not going to fall, especially if we got, we got these young guys. But uh, if we, can, we just need to keep continuing to play well together and keep fighting, and anything can happen. So I'm encouraged with the progress of this team so far. Talking Gamecock basketball here on Gamecock Central Radio with Gamecock great Joe Red. I'm Emerson Phillips. Joe, the Gamecocks now try to get back on track. The Georgia Bulldogs up next Saturday at 1 o'clock at Stegman Coliseum in Athens, Georgia. SEC Network on the call with Richard Cross and Debbie Antonelli. Joe, Georgia also 10-10 and 10 coming in, but they're 1-6 in the conference, and it's been a strange week for Georgia basketball. On Saturday in the SEC Big 12 Challenge, Georgia played its best game in recent memory beating Texas by 10 points. Georgia scored 98 points in the ball game. And, Joe, they had the fourth-highest field goal percentage in that game in the 114-year history of the program. Georgia shot 12 of 17 from three, and they were 32 of 58 for the ball game. Fourth-best shooting day in Bulldogs basketball history as they beat Texas by 10 on Saturday to snap a four-game losing streak. But then Tom Crean, the Georgia coach, attended his mother's funeral on Sunday and Georgia went to Arkansas, and they out-rebounded Arkansas 56-32. to The game was tied with six and a half minutes left, but Arkansas hit back-to-back threes to break the game open and win by 10. Georgia with the crazy rebounding advantage here, Joe, and they still found a way to lose this game by 10 points. So, you know, Georgia having a tough year in the league. They did score that nice win over Texas on Saturday. Texas bounced back to beat Kansas their next game, but uh, Georgia having a rough year at 1-6 in the league under Tom Crean. Well, that's the way it rolls sometimes. This is Tom Crean's first year there at Georgia. Um, he has an incredible resume coming from Marquette, and he went on after Marquette to play coach at um, Indiana. So this is a guy who has the experience. He has a nice resume. In in his first year, that's what you're going to have. He's going to have ups and downs because a lot of these are not his players. So you're going to have games where they're going to have some highs and some lows because it's not his guys, and they don't um, really understand his coaching philosophies right now. So – this first year, we're gonna. They, 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 it's kind of what you expect for them to struggle right now. Um, but I'm quite sure Tom Crean is why the SEC is so good now. We got so many great coaches in this in this league. Ben Holland, you got Avery Johnson, of course Frank Martin, all those guys that they brought into the SEC. Now that's why this league is is putting so many in the NCAA the past couple of years. Because we got some good coaches, so we need to take advantage of Tom Crean while he's down right now. Before he, I'm quite sure he's gonna get this team back rolling, yeah. and, and Georgia will be, you know, very, very soon back on uh, contending for a, a title in the SEC really soon. Yeah, Crane's a very well-respected coach nationally taking over that Georgia program. Joe, I mentioned a crazy week for the Dogs. They had that great shooting performance on Saturday against Texas. They shot the lights out, and what did they do next game out? They had one of the worst shooting percentage nights in the history of the school, 19 of 65, a horrendous night for the Dogs, and they were 15 of 29 at the foul line. Just terrible. So they lost by 10, Joe, in a game that was tied with six and a half minutes left, and the Gamecocks entering a critical stretch right here, Joe, at 5-2 and two in the league, 10-10 and 10 overall. 
Uh, Carolina's got consecutive road games in the conference, and if they're going to make any kind of push toward the NCAA tournament, they got to start doing work right now. Yes, uh, again, this week is uh, going to Georgia is a winnable game. Like I say, we need to take advantage of that. I think next week we got we go to Rupp Arena. Uh, <laughs> you know, the past couple of years, we've been splitting splitting with Georgia. We have some good battles with them, and you know, Kentucky, Kentucky. So um, if we can somehow pull out. If we can pull out both wins, it would be great. But Kentucky is hot, too, and I know we'll talk about that later next week after this Georgia game. But uh, this is a critical moment for us, critical for this team. Um, we need to stay the course. Um, we're not playing that bad. We just have to execute more. We have to cut, eliminate turnovers, rebound. And, and, and these guys just have to play well together and get more all together. You know, one, we're, we're in the critical moment of this season right now. One one guy cannot carry us. Uh, we he needs help. Um, I'm trying to grab it. You know he he's gotten a little slump. You know he's been having some big games for us so far this year, and he didn't play well. Honestly, he did not play well last night. But um, I'm quite sure he's a senior, and he don't want to go out on a on a sour nose. I'm, I'm quite sure that he'll get back in the groove. And uh, you know, Tennessee was just a tough opponent and made um, this Gamecock team very uncomfortable last night. But I look forward to seeing how we bounce back against Georgia on Saturday. Joe, Tough I say, place to play, but uh, we can win. Joe, I say Georgia's must win for the Gamecocks on Saturday if they're thinking about making the tournament. If you lose to Georgia, a 1-6 team in the league, and then you have to travel to number 7 Kentucky, uh, i got to believe bye-bye NCAA tournament hopes. So key matchup with the Dirty Dogs coming up Saturday, 1 o'clock SEC Network, and then Tuesday night at 7th-ranked Kentucky. For my partner Joe Rett, I'm Emerson Phillips, and this is Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for being with us. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.